Good morning. So, this morning, I kind of woke up with a specific topic. Well, multiple specific topics. And, funny story, God, being the amazing God that he is, changed those plans right in the middle of while I was recording what was supposed to be this podcast. So, I'm going to talk about today loving someone while they are stabbing you. Now, this might upset a lot of people who still have unforgiveness in their hearts. But I grew up abused, molested, raped, hurt, traumatized by society. And when I came to God, of course, hearing the fact that I had to love my neighbor and forgive, I'm looking up at the sky like, are you for real? Are, are you for real right now, Lord? Like, you want me to forgive this man? You want me to forgive this woman? Like, you want me... The amount of times that it happened, like, you want me to forgive? Are you, like, do you know how much pain and trauma, like, do you, like, I'm sorry, God, like, do you not understand? I don't think you understand, Lord, how much I went through. How much, like, that's a lot of work I'm going to have to go through to even forgive that list of people. Like, I'm... I'm sorry, did you not see how many years I had to go through? Did you not see how many times it happened by the same person? If they were sorry, they wouldn't have repeated it. Like, Lord, what? Now, of course, if anyone can understand forgiving someone while they are stabbing you, it's Jesus. They were nailing him to a cross. They were watching him, spitting at him, beating him. While he was in pain, while he could barely breathe, because if you're nailed to a cross and like your body's hanging like that, you'd have to lift up your body just to even breathe. So imagine pulling on your wrists that are now nailed to a cross. Imagine pulling up like that back being scratched, because I'm pretty sure that um, cross was not sand down, you'd have to pull yourself up just to breathe. And imagine with that same breath, he says, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. I, Pastor Rich from VU once said, who is this God who is forgiving me while I'm killing him? So if it's one person who understands, it's God. If it's one person who understands, it's Jesus. Yes, forgive them. And we're going to talk about that today because I, it took me a while to forgive the people who hurt me. It took a while to forgive those who traumatized me, abused me. It took me a while because I was looking at it like, with hateful eyes. I was looking at it like, bro, he did it. He knew what he was doing. 
But growing up as a child, and I'm not even going to sugarcoat it, molesting my siblings, bothering my siblings, like traumatizing my siblings, I'm not comparing it, but it took a while for me to even forgive myself, let alone the person hurting me. But if God could forgive me of doing that, who am I to not try to forgive them for doing it? The same forgiveness God gave me, God's expecting me to give the same forgiveness back. So if I'm if I'm out here if I could be out here doing witchcraft having all types of sex hurting fighting people cursing out my mom breaking almost every rule in the rule book if I can be out here doing that and God can still say I want you I forgive you. You are loved. The day I realized that, I broke down crying because who is this God forgiving me for this, like, life I was just living? Like, see, the world teaches us conditional love, but God teaches unconditional love. The world teaches if they are not reciprocating it, if they're unfaithful, if they're this, that, that, like, it's conditional. Love them if. Love them when. Love them maybe. <laughs> love them only if they. But God's preaches love them anyway. Love them even when. Love them no matter what. Love them and never forsake them. And it it just it just puts another perspective in life as to okay, not only that, but the Bible also says we are fighting against we're not fighting against blood and flesh, but against principalities. So meaning, yes, that person may have hurt you, but you never know. I'm not like, no, I'm just going to say, you never know the demons that they have plaguing them. And watching this, so just to break this down, I watched this video recently where some guy was having, apparently having a interview with the devil. And in this video, dude had, like, makeup done, whatever. I'm pretty sure it wasn't the actual devil, like, of course. But in this video, he was speaking some hardcore, like, facts and thoughts. And he was basically saying that his best agenda he's been pushing is the sexual one with the LGBTQ community and all of like porn and the molestation and everything. He's basically said that it's an ongoing cycle. If he raises, if he gets a kid or a man or whatever to molest a kid and now they grow up hypersexual, 
feeling uncomfortable, whatever, or even better, he, in his words, even better, they now rape someone or molest someone else. Or let's say he gets a man to molest a woman and now she has daddy issues or whatever. She's grown up without her daddy. She's whatever. And now she joins, becomes a stripper. Or let's say gets she gets molested and now she becomes a stripper and the person who's addicted to sex, addicted to porn or whatever, molested her and I, I suck at explaining things, but oh my gosh. So she joins the porn industry. She joins whatever. Now she's out there helping other men or other women because women watch porn too. Other men and women to feed their porn addiction. It's an ongoing cycle. So basically now a kid exposed to sex too early is now having sex, doing things he's not supposed to be doing, and the cycle continues. You feed, feeding the generation the sexual agenda. And watching that, it kind of hit home because growing up without a father, being molested, being raped, being abused... I came close to joining the porn industry. I came close to joining, um, becoming a stripper. Like I was literally at the door type of thing, but felt so uncomfortable by the thought of a guy touching me that I was like, nah, I was just in in it for the money. But the thought of a guy touching me, nah, so close to just handing my body up to men on a platter and I'm talking not like, because I did it, I did not one night stands and everything like that. I'm talking on a social form, social platform type of thing, like just handing it up, like watch me please myself, watch me do this, like watch me destroy you, watch me lead you like a lamb to the slaughter. And If God can forgive that, then who am I to not forgive someone who is going down the same path I was? And yes, their stop just so happened to be in my cross, in my, in my path. They just so happened to, on their way to hell, the same path I was going, on their way there, they just so happened to stop and hurt me along the way. And now God's telling me to forgive them after he just forgave me. I cannot look at God and tell him, are you kidding me? Are you for real? You want me to forgive this dude? When the things I did nailed Jesus to the cross. When the things that person did nailed Jesus to the cross. When the things every single one of us did nailed Jesus to the cross. Who were we to look at him and tell him, I can't forgive that person? One person or two people, whatever, five people, ten people, fine. Jesus was nailed to the cross of sins of seven point something billion people. But I'm worried about this one person. I'm struggling with this one person. 
And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to minimize the pain. I'm not trying to minimize anything. But imagine how little that is. Like, God is just asking that one person, that two, three, five people, forgive them. Yeah, he stole your car after church on a Sunday. Forgive him. (laughs) Yeah, your cousin ate your food out the fridge. Forgive him. Yeah, that person beat your mother to a bloody pulp. Forgive him. Yeah, that person killed your cat. Forgive him. This person keeps doing witchcraft on you day in and day out. Forgive him. This person molested me. How? Forgive him. This person raped me in front of whatever. Forgive him. This person hurt my brother or sister, forgive them. This person did this, forgive them. Now, I'm saying this. Forgiveness is not just for them. It's for you. Someone once said unforgiveness is like, is like eating, drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die. I'm going to hold this grudge because this person did something to me. But honey, they're out there probably doing God knows what, probably hurting someone else, not even worried about you. And you're still holding this. You're still holding that bitterness, this pain. You're still holding on to it. And now you're bleeding out on everyone else because, hey, like, and I'm speaking from experience right now. Because this guy molested me, I don't want to be around another guy. Now maybe the guy that's trying to love me, I feel uncomfortable around him because this guy messed me up. This guy hurt me. This guy abused me. This guy did this. Now, let's say my future husband or whatever, now I have to, now he has to sit there and nurture the wounds that someone else did. Because I don't want to let it go. Because I don't want to give up on it. Because I hate that person now my friends have to constantly deal with yeah um no I don't want to do that yeah no I don't want to yeah no like I'm I'm in pain so you're all gonna know about it I'm in pain so um yeah this wound this this wound and this grudge that I'm holding it's still bleeding so now I'm just gonna (laughs) all over you blood everywhere like just leave me here The next podcast, we'll be talking about sex before marriage. Thank you, Holy Spirit. But let me write that down, actually, because I know I'm going to forget. But hold on. Before marriage. Okay, anyways. Yeah. So with all that being said, forgive them. Not for you. Not for them, but for you. Let it go. Bring it to God. You know how many times, it's, and it's not going to happen overnight because you know how many times I had to cry. You know how many times I had to beg God, pray to God. There's even times where I screamed at God. God is not going to, God is not, God is a father. He's not looking at you questioning how you're praying. He's 
looking at your heart, what you're saying, what you're trying to get through. He knows we're an emotional bunch. He gets it. God understands us. God gets us. He was living like us. But the amount of times I had to scream at God, I yelled at God, I pleaded with God, I begged with God, I submitted to God. And eventually, I mean, I'm still healing from other people, but there are, there's people that I can check off the list when, that I can say, yeah, if I were to see that person, I wouldn't try to take their head off. I would, I wouldn't hug them. I wouldn't come near them because I'm mean. I don't know what, they still got them demons, but I could look at them and still preach the gospel. I could look at them and still tell them their love. I could look at them and still tell them, I forgive you. I love you. I forgive you. You messed up. So did I. I forgive you. A lot of, and I'm, I'm saying everyone Forgiveness, God's forgiveness, as well as your forgiveness, should be for everyone. There are murderers out there who can go to heaven. There are rapists out there who can go to heaven. There are pedophiles out there that can go to heaven. There are thieves out there that can go to heaven. There are everyone. Salvation, repentance, forgiveness is for everyone. A hundred percent. But repentance and forgiveness is involved. And I'm not just talking about the forgiveness of God because God says if you confess, you will be forgiven. But God can forgive you all he wants, for as much as he wants, but until you start forgiving. There's nothing else you can do. Until you start repenting, there's nothing else you can do. So right now, If you do have some unforgiveness in your heart, I'd like you to take this time after this podcast is done to go to that prayer room, to that prayer pillow, the edge of your bed, wherever you pray, that quiet room, and talk to God. Ask him to reveal it. Because there were some times where God had to poke at a wound just just for me to understand, hey, this is still here. Hey, I'm still struggling with this. Hey, I still haven't forgiven that person. Or there's times where he had to make me bump into that person on the street just for me to realize, oh my gosh, I still low-key hate this person. I still low-key want to fight this person. I still low-key, I, I, I need to forgive this person. And he will help you do it. It's not something you're called to do on your own. You're not called to do anything on your own. God wants to help. It, I'm not minimizing anyone's pain. It, it hurts. I get it. I may not have been in your shoes. But I know if there's one person who would understand it's Jesus. I know that there's one person who would get it, hear your pain, hear your cry, hear your tears, see your tears and understand it's Jesus. So 
forgive them. Ask God to reveal who, what, when, where, how that this unforgiveness get into my heart and how I can get it out of there. So that when I stand before you, there's not any unforgiveness. And also, another one, forgive them, yes, but forgive yourself as well. That's a big one. Forgive yourself as well. It took me a while to forgive myself for the things I did to my siblings, to other people, to random people. It took me a while to forgive myself of the sins I committed, the things I did, the things I did to grieve my father. Forgive yourself because God already forgave you. Or at least God wants to forgive you, at least. (laughs) But God already forgave you. So forgive yourself and others. And with that being said, I love you. And for anyone out there who may come across this podcast, I'm praying that this comes across someone I've hurt, maybe. Forgive me. And for anyone who's hurt me who comes across this podcast, I forgive you. And I love you. With that being said, you guys enjoy the rest of your day. I love you. And toodles.